Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about intentional living. This is Rebecca Bowman, and this is my final podcast. So why is it my final podcast? Because it's time. Because it's been two years, and there's been a lot of growing in the two years, a lot of introspection in the two years, a lot of whimsy in the two years, and... This journey began because I could. Someone believed in me that said, you should do this. And others encouraged me and supported me. And I got to have a voice. And this was a big way to have a voice. What I learned over those last couple of years is that I closed off my voice. I stopped um, internalizing things. I didn't really feel inside Um, to be able to discuss that. I mean, at a surface level, I did. I loved people. I told them I loved them. I was happy and could show that, but I didn't understand all the inner workings. I didn't understand my body and that when my throat tightened, that there was something I probably didn't need to say. And the question became how to say it, when it's appropriate to say it, and whether it really even needs to be said, but to the other person, like forgiveness. Some things you can talk and talk and talk, and then you have to realize what that value is to you um, in situations where forgiveness, that it has to be more internally than it is what that other person is going to do or their action. And that's so many other things I found as well. So this podcast gave me that opportunity to have a big voice. And I used to tell myself if it makes one person feel normal or encourages one person, then it was all worth it. Um, I know that that has been, um, most importantly, really, it's been in this house where the difference has been made. It's been in me continuing to try new things, to continue to put myself out there, continue to be vulnerable continue to say I'm broken as the next person and that I need something more than what I can give myself. And that is God. Um, That came to realize that always knew kind of that, but uh, it's prayer time and learning and listening and being open to a world beyond what I see has changed a lot of things for me. They brought me some peace and comfort. And the experiences that I've went through the last couple of years by finding people who would do fun things with me and do our color runs and uh, spending time with my family, my, my nieces and, and friends and um, family and laughing and, and making time for coffee and all of those good things sharing space that I've talked about in the past, how important they are. And so as I went back into work and this cycle, I was really worried that I would lose that feeling, that peace. And uh, so I had to cut things away. I had to find out what really is essential. And there's a book, Essentialism, by Greg McCowan, that still sticks in my mind that I read before I left work the year before uh, I retired, that still sticks with me and says, you know, what do you really need to be doing? Where does the energy and time need to be going? And is it a value uh, 
to the team that you're on or is it value to you? Is it value to your family? And so I have to think about that. And then someone told me when I was stressing about how many people were going to come to the yoga class, what was my responsibility? And, and so they were like, well, truly, who says? Who says it's your responsibility to build everything and to be responsible for how other people take things and are offered it? And so you can offer it, and then beyond that, it's out of your hands. And so the difference between my business and someone else's business. And for those that have listened to my podcast, you know that my responsibility for a lot of people has been pretty great responsibility. And I don't resent that. Um, was it all my responsibility? I probably could have asked for help. No doubt. I just didn't even see room for that. I didn't see anybody else that would need to be dealing with it if I could do it. Um, so I've had to learn that lesson. And here recently, I've had to accept help. Um, not because I'm in bad health or anything like that, but because I need to recognize that pattern that I need when someone offers to help me do something around the house that I can't do and they say they don't mind, then I have to stop thinking, what can I do for you and let them help? Because as I've learned for me, when I get to help others, there's joy in that. So there's joy in that for them if they really want to do things and help me. And it does come around and, and circle and there'll be something at some point that I'll be able to help them with. And maybe I already do just in conversation and what I do uh, and listen and things. So um, learning to live with others, help, let others help me. Um is a, a pattern that I have to keep watchful of. Because I saw that pattern as I went through the introspection. I saw, if I look back now, I can even see the time and period of my life when it clicked. When Jack came along and responsibility centers, the greater work um, supervisors increase and what I was responsible for and who was going to hold me accountable for those things. And, you know, having Jack an education account. And this is my son. And... Um, I, I know we're in that shift and then that shift snowballed and it continued to snowball and I had a brief period where I thought I was a little carefree but I wasn't and um, it snowballed until that last year of retirement until that San Francisco trip and where I got this, that sense of wonder that sense of not being responsible for anyone else for a weekend hopping on and jumping off without um, thinking about What's the plan? Where are we going to be? And and knowing that things would work out, trusting. Um, you know, that was one of the first freedom moments, I guess, that you'd say that I felt. That yoga that I've described in the past was the crumbling. That was the opening. Um, you just start cracking when you start feeling stuff and peeling, letting those layers peel away. So, um, <clears throat> what is what have I learned? And you know. <laughs> People clear their throats when there's ooh something grand to say or something hard to say. And I was looking back at some of my journal this morning before I write the record this last thing. 
you know, and it's like, oh, three things that I've learned. If I could only be so great and be such a writer to condense things down, <laughs> maybe it's only five minutes for the podcast, but anybody else who's listened to me <laughs> knows that that's not me either. <laughs> that there's a lot of firing uh, little neurons and things going on in the head that, did I share this? Did I share that with? Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit of what I wrote. So that I capture it and let myself off the hook (laughs) for it. So here's what I learned. I don't like to be measured. I don't like to be challenged to be better and do more. That I could feel those two things together, um, that pressure. And most of what was coming from me internally, that I needed to do more, I needed to prove more, because I could, that I should be the only one to do that. Um, What I felt like was others expected that. And then when it comes down to it, that certainly currently in my life, there are no other people that are really expecting that I have to make these certain achievements, that my kids are expecting to have a safe home, a a loving home, and uh, bellies fed, and be provided some opportunities in, for learning and growth. Beyond that, uh, those expectations, you know, I don't know what others have for me, but it doesn't really matter because it's a give and take of what flows out from now on more so than it is for me reaching and striving and, and checking off boxes to get to the next level. And I understand in a career phase that that's necessary. Um, I'm a very goal-oriented person, so for me to check off more titles, to earn more letters after my name because I could take an exam and then that would show that I have a de- in-depth knowledge of human resources, in-depth knowledge of government accounting, to have those certifications, to go on and complete the yoga certification um, National Yoga Certification so that I could show that I have this knowledge. I am confident. I am supposed to be here on it. Um, I don't care so much for that anymore. Um, you know, I was going to push towards the black belt, got my first degree brown, and very proud of that. Um, but as this year was unfolded and going back to work, the, and whether the kids were really enjoying karate, we had to decide is really, you know, do I need that? Do I need another level of it? Um, are we getting uh, joy out of, of doing this together anymore? Or is, or have we grown past it? Are we ready for something else? Is our family's ch- dynamics changing and our interests changing? And and when we sat down and talked about that between the kids, um, you know, that's the case. And so we're going to take a break from karate. And, you know, for somebody who is a goal-oriented person, for me to feel like that I'm giving up on something was hard. And then what I realized is who's telling me I should do this? It doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. You know, what I want people to remember about me is not the title, not the the achievements of what I've done out on the surface, but did I love, did, did they feel that in my presence? Did, um, did I give them a lighter sense of life to where that they know how to have some peace and comfort and ask for help and to be with others and to realize how beautiful this one beautiful life is, even through the downs and the ups that, you know, it takes a balance of both. And so um, 
So I gave up striving for more titles and achievements. And, and I know that I can do almost anything I want to do. And I proved that through, uh, you know, stand-up paddle boarding and, and deciding to go do <clears throat> some things with some heights and and bike riding and whatever else that that you want to put effort into that, that yeah, I could do something pretty well. Um, or if it wasn't well, that I would put my effort and try on there. So I don't have to prove myself in every area either. And, and too many goals spread out um, also zaps my energy. And I've learned that, that I can't do too too many things at once. And so we have to peel back those layers. Going back to work was really big, a lot of energy, a lot of time. Um, and that has changed our whole focus of the other time outside of work, you know, having a few hours now between uh, getting home and suppers and, and getting ready for bed and all that. So, you know, I had to give up a lot of things. And I wanted open space. I don't want to be so wrapped up in schedules or my kids' schedules that we pass each other and we're only thinking about the next thing we have to get to, um, that we have playtime, that we have downtime, that we have you know, outside time now that it's spring and the longer hours in there. So those are what's important and change the direction for me um, is those. Also learned through this process about um, people and <clears throat> value of time that we give to different functions and different people. That that close circle for me is, you know, that inner circle it is that value of people that I stay in touch with, that I want to see, that um, is that support circle. And that extends beyond there. And then gotten really close you know, with my dad this past year as an adult, uh, which is wonderful. It's a blessed opportunity that uh, kind of life happenings brought that way. There's so many things I learned about my brother and our dynamics interactions with the other and we still grow and we still you know have to work towards some balance in that relationship and um i could just say that i'm so blessed to see things and to feel like i've been seen to not put my value in another person that there's happiness that needs to be found in another person but to respect the joy that another person brings to me in different friendships and different relationships. And, you know, I feel good about going forward. I feel good that breaking autopilot was the best thing that I could have ever done for the second half of my life. Um, that to live intentionally um, is the greatest gift that I could stop and feel um, to have that mind body spirit connection to, to go through and sit with silence to be comfortable with it to ask the questions what's here now um, what does my body feel what are the thoughts that are are naturally surfacing not ones that I'm creating um, where's it coming from and what it's real you know, is it things that have been brought up from my past? Things, fear comes from fear from the past. It comes from fear of the future. 
um, trusting now was a big part of last year was trusting in in God and what his plan is is and not having to have everything figured out that um, he would place me where I needed to be placed in this world um, in the path of people that that he would place me there and I feel like he's done that uh, so I feel like it's a good ending to the Breaking Autopilot podcast that I'm back into the ebb and flow, back into using the tools that I was able to take that break from, from a full-time work and schedules and stop and evaluate and live so intentionally that going back to work, that that pattern of what I need to get done, the pattern of checking out boxes outside of work where the hour, the time is shorter, that um, the people placed in my life right now are... a sigh, a a relief, a blessing that helped me to see a pattern, um, to see that intent, that autopilot wanted to sneak back up, to see the pressure that I put on myself, um, and be able to help, help me calm, to provide some balance, um, just in their presence and their words and their encouragement. And I'm so thankful that they're around at this time for me to just do the simple things, perspectives on it. So I'm in that ebb and flow. I'm in that use the tools of, um, and I feel like I've done that very quickly by chunking off things that I can't do or don't want to do. You know, I say I can't, I can do a lot of things, but do I want to do them? Do they bring me closer to peace, love, comfort, warmth, and joy? Do they bring uh, comfort and and things to my family? Do they add value to the family in some way or another? Um, And so there's been a balance, cut down, doing yoga, you know, four times a week and working full time to doing it three times a month. Um, That's a balance. That's a serving our family and still serves me and some interest and, and lets me use that um, time as yoga for a tool and, and reaching out to others and them, that spirit of community that we get to practice when we're in yoga to bring me back to a balance. Um, time, waking up early and having the quiet time in the day before the rest of the day starts to go to bed at night and um, I'm lucky enough to have a sweet voice that is calming and and get to talk about the day now and and have friends that you can recap the day with and remind each other not to have anxiety and to to be a blessing and and to be mindful of the blessings so that we stay positive um for each other and encouraging of each other and accepting of each other so by being vulnerable and letting those people um in then we get the the comfort and value back to each other for that. So, um, you know, letting go is a big part and letting things just be and letting things flow, um, trusting and having the foundation and existing in an essence of who you are in every aspect. I don't separate my life anymore in categories. I used to separate it for work. This is work. This is the work me. This is I need to do this. This is the mom me. This is the 
other me, this is the you know friend me, this is the spouse me, this is the whatever. And that was also draining to divide all of those parts up. And I didn't want to put them together um, because I felt different responsibilities for them in different ways. Um, and now there's a blend. Now my work life is present and there because of my family life. My family life is present and there because of uh, my spiritual life. My spiritual life is present and there because of my family, because of my work, because of the opportunities that I'm given, the existence of being here and loving and caring for one another on this earth. It's all intertwined, and, and that feels so much better, too, that there's a wholeness um, instead of me creating that separateness of everything and that's probably for me creating the mask and the tools that I needed to survive coping skills in the way that um, I did as I grew up and now I can see that and now I can honor that but I can also make conscious choices about it and so again I'm going to come back to the mind body and spirit connection that is so important Um, feeling the body knowing what our mind is thinking and and helping to release the mind and its chaos and the um, study it for correction and acceptance, um, being able to be a little bit out of the box in the way our mind works and the way our mind thinks so that we are more accepting of it and see beyond what we really see in a physical sense. And then the spirit being able to connect and know that there is something beyond what we see, um, that there is a God, but there are also um, angels and teachers and and I believe those that have gone before us that help and are around and guide and some strength and comfort and you know we've all heard that before and so I just still feel like my mom is around and my, my grandfather and my aunt and things and the simpleness of different things are important to me are reminders of um, pieces of them that I can pass on and that they're still teaching me because it's still noticing, like just like noticing myself that um, with other people in my life, I just am able to see and notice something that I need in that moment more so than I've ever noticed before. So anyway, a lot of rambling, a lot of different things that have come through here and um Breaking autopilot will stay open for a while. Um, my goal, of course I have goals, is to go back through my own recordings and um, and kind of document them. And, and my kids give acceptance because one, they're both, one's turning 16 this week and the other is 10. That one day when they start to question everything in life, to know that their mom questioned it and it still came out okay. Um, that she was human, and at this age, they may or may not understand the humanness of the expectations in the world, and so I'll write it down for them. Um, and then beyond that, who knows? It's letting go of something, letting go of this recording is time, it's peaceful, as everything else has been. And it creates room for more things and more opportunities. And those that have are friends with me will see those things and continue on. Um, it just won't be in this recorded sense on it. So I'm blessed. I'm thankful. 
I'm living intentionally. Uh, so a big shift in the way I think, the way that I feel. In the last couple of years as I started this journey, I can't begin to put it all into words um, in this moment. But I can only encourage and say, who says you have to do that? Is it someone externally? Does it really, is that what it's really accountable? Are you accountable to yourself? Are you too self-critical? Um, is there really any harm in trying something new that when we fail, it's our first attempt in learning and we can seize the day and it doesn't matter if it's silly or crazy or out of the box to what others think. It's this one life that we get. And if we're loving and encouraging to ourselves, loving and encouraging to others, then what more is really required of us? And aside from the responsibilities, making sure our bills are paid, making sure kids are fed, aside from that, uh, which is what I'm going to assume that we all do, and we I know we don't, but there's the assumption there on it. So, you know, be a dream chaser. Why not? Why not? Why not have a sense of wonder? Why not put your toes in the sand, feel in the grass, notice the breeze, taste something and enjoy it. Close your eyes and taste something that's good to you. Something that is sour to you. Notice the marvelous workings of your body. Sit still in nature and think, is there something bigger out there in this world? Is there a spirit, a guidingness to you, whatever that form that that takes? Learn to hold space for yourself and acceptance for yourself and for others. So that's showing that grace and extending it one moment at a time to yourself and to others. It comes down to my H3 Grace, health, hope, and happiness. Um, H3 Grace will still be on Instagram if you want to follow me through that. Um, You can still follow me through there. Go out and fly. Adiós.